JD Talking Sports. It is Tuesday, March 20th, 2018. New Jersey is on in a state of emergency right now. New York schools are closed tomorrow. I got to note that the SAG offices are closed tomorrow. I was going to go on a train tomorrow, and I said I'd wake up, but it looks like I can't get back. And I love Gumbo Chef to death, but I think he's got a full house. And, you know, you, sometimes you just got to be you got to be considerate of others, and you just can't can't be pushy like that. So we'll see when I wake up, but chances are uh, I might not even be able to get in the city with the weather, and it might just be safer to stay home for all things for everybody considered. And I was said I said to Puma, I'm all tired, and I should go to bed. And Puma's like thumbs up. I guess he was saying go to bed, but I said fuck that shit. I got to talk a little sports tonight. Now Puma is loving. He even gave me a mock draft for the first round, which I was kind of like, dude. For I said, you got a lot of time in your hands, dude. And he's got a girlfriend and everything. And I'm thinking, wow, you got a... And he has Saquon Barkley going first to the Browns. Now, I've heard that this is a chance that they might go Barkley first. Then he says that the Bills are going to trade with the Giants, which wouldn't be a bad thing. I think the Giants should trade down and get more draft picks because you got Davis Webb, who I think can become a good quarterback, even though I read an article today saying that in the third round since 2000, there have only been three quarterbacks who have had more than 40 starts. Well, I think Foles is included, but not including Foles is in that group. With uh, And the best of the bunch is Russell Wilson. You had Matt Schaub, Matt Schaub and then you had Josh McCown, who's played, is on an eighth team right now. Josh McCown is making $10 million this season, the most he's ever made in his NFL career. So I said, okay, I could see that trade with the Bills. He he loves Rosen. He calls uh, Chosen Rosen. I said, what, is he Jewish? No, because he's the chosen one. Sam Darnold, fourth. I heard, I was listening to Albert Breer today on uh, Beningo and and uh, Roberts. Was it Evan Roberts? Yeah. And they, they thought that Darnold, he thought, uh, Albert Breer from MMQB thought that Darnold would go first. Then he says Denzel Ward, who to Denver, then Bradley Chubb to the Colts, then Minka Fitzpatrick, Tremaine Edwards is going to be a beast to the Bears, then Dervin James, a safety from FSU to the Niners, and then uh, Raquan Smith, the inside linebacker to Oakland. Oh, oh, we need Cardinals. I'm sorry, he has the Cardinals. So he is the Browns keeping the first pick but trading the fourth pick. And I'm like, I still think a lot of things can happen. He, he loves Josh uh, Josh Rosen, and he says, then the Giants will take Lamar at 15. I said, really? And he says, they'll take their 12th, 12th, 21st, second-round pick and next year's first-rounder. He thinks the Bills love Josh Allen. I guess we'll see. We both agree that whatever happens with Rosen, the quarterback, that he should sit, as opposed to when they put in Sanchez right off the bat. I think it's good for him to sit a little while. Also, you have... McCown, who is a good bridge quarterback. And you know what? And then he, you know, we brought up a good point. Now, if if somebody gets hurt, Teddy Bridgewater is a guy that might be able to trade to a team that is quarterback. They might even might even trade what if might not maybe might even trade Josh McCown. Somebody's definitely gonna get hurt in training camp. Happened last year. And look, the they got rid of Bradford, they kept Foles and Wentz, and look how that turned out for the Eagles. I guess we'll see. Because I can't believe that, you know, they're talking about crazy deals where Sammy Watkins only caught 39 balls 
last year in the Rams with that offense. And what did he get? Uh, $34 million the first two years. You had Robinson from the Jaguars. He got, towards ACL, he got $14 million a year with the Bears. And then you have freaking Bradford got $20 million when he shouldn't have got that much. Now, Terrell Pryor was looking at the, was meeting with the Jets today, and Allen and Hearns from the Jaguars. So the two leading wide receivers, they, they're letting him go, and he's meeting with the Jets. So listen, Jets could have, they do have money to spend. We'll see if any of these guys pan out. We'll see, right? We shall see. Oh, and happy first day of spring. And the Bucks supposedly said they are not interested in all these coaches. Uh, Senior Vice President Alex Lazary denied a report that uh, listed potential coaches. Wait, now who? Supposedly uh, Jeff Van Gundy, Kevin McHale, Rick Pitino, Monty Williams, and David Fisdo were potential candidates for a position. Joe Prunty is the the interim coach. He's lead, led the team to a 14-11 and 11 record. Now you have uh, Giannis, you have the Greek freak, who uh, most attractive but available this summer because, you know, you got the Greek freak. He's under contract through the 2020-2021 uh, season. You also uh, Jabari Parker coming back. You, you got uh, Malcolm uh, Brogdon and uh, Chris Middleton. I think they're going to have to get a better coach, and they'll get somebody. Oh, and 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 uh, Ty, Tyron Lou is out. Do 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 they go out with uh, not being healthy? And it's interesting. What I listened today, Rich Buecher, I listened on the radio, and he brought up an interesting point where you know teams have um, you know you have a, a philosophy, a way, uh, a system, and really it's all run through LeBron, the Cavs. And he brought up a good point. Now, now he doesn't have Kyrie Irving. It's his show now. There's nobody here. It's just him. So he, it's either going to make or break, and he had a monster game last night against the Bucks, Triple-double. And then Tyron Lou is supposedly going to only be out for a week. He aims to get back soon, but he goes, after many conversations with our doctors and Kobe, that's a GM, I much thought given to what is best for the team and my health, I need to step back from coaching for the time being, focus on trying to establish a strong and healthy foundation on which to coach for the rest of the season. Temporary leave of absence. I'm, I've had chest pains and other troubling systems, systems, symptoms compounded by a loss of sleep throughout the year. Despite the battery test, there's been no conclusion to what is the exact issue. It's called stress, dude. You know, while I've tried to work through it, the last thing I want to do is affect the team. I'm going to use this time to focus on a prescribed routine, which has been previously been difficult to start in the midst of a season. My goal is to come on strong and healthier version of myself. Continue to lead this team to the championship we are all working towards. It's only 40. It's the second half of Saturday's uh, win over the Bulls. Miss Monday night's win over the Bucks. Three games to play through Sunday. And 12 contests left before the playoffs. They're 41 29. They're 39 and third in the East. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Crazy, right? Dude's 40 years old. Keeps this way, he won't make 50. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe some people aren't cut out to coach, man, because it is a stressful fucking job. It's not not for the faint of heart, right? But, man, you know, I'm, you know, you hear more of these guys having these kind of problems. Listen, 
if you're not, listen, I'm not sleeping. My dog's keeping me up all the fucking time. And I was a mess. I had to go back to sleep today, man. I was like, I'm, I'm fucking dead. So I could see this happening. And the stress of the season, listen, they uh, they basically redid the whole line. They got, you know, seven new players at the trade deadline in February. I, I don't think a week's going to be enough. I mean, you know, hey, I watch Homeland. And uh, Carrie, Carrie never looks like she gets enough sleep. And I'll tell you, it's been rock solid. And I don't want to give too much away, Rock, but uh, yeah, I wasn't crazy about this week's uh, Walking Dead. And I, I, I don't want to give spoilers away, but I just thought there was a bull, some bullshit going on. But I can't say anything because Rock would get all pissed off. But uh, I don't know. I, I feel like, I'm, you know, it's just been kind of dragging a little bit, man. Oh, and tomorrow night is the new Krypton. I got a tape on sci-fi. Oh, I'm psyched about that. And Yankees and the freaking Red Sox are going to agree to a two-game series in London in July 2019, closing in on an agreement. London Stadium can hold up to 66,000 for sporting events. Uh, it hosted the several events of the 2012 Summer Olympics, including the opening and closing ceremonies. Guess we'll see how that turns out. Yeah. And on the July 17th, uh, 2017, uh, CBA for MLB, 13 series would be played in foreign countries from 2018 to 2021. I guess they're trying to get buzz in the freaking, in England. Good for them. Keep doing what you're doing, right? I mean, yeah. Do we really care? I'll tell you, maybe the Lanker wants to go over to England and go watch a couple games. That's a possibility, right? I mean, hey, why not, right? Oh, and, you know, I read a really cool thing. I know it's a couple of days ago, but McCartney wanted uh, Kirk Cousins. He's his agent. He's uh, Mike McCartney. He has a priority sports group. Also represents Josh McCown, Trevor Simeon, who ended up going to the freaking Vikings before they made the deal for Kirk Cousins. Uh, Paul Puzlesny just retired. But very interesting. So, so this MMQB was talking about him, but they felt that this is why, this was interesting, that they felt that the Vikings were a team that could win when Cousins didn't play his best, where the Jets, you know, listen, they wouldn't have the patience that they think Minnesota would have if he, if he struggled. I think that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, I thought that was an interesting comment. And another interesting thing, so he went at the dinner with the team, and his parents came in to babysit his son, Cooper, and they got a call from... Uh, Don Cousins, the dad, called uh, the parent, called Kirk, the son, and they said they the, the Vikings had left two Cousins jerseys, Vikings purple, number eight, with Cousin in the back, in the parents' hotel room, one for the dad, one for the mom. That's the first time I ever got a jersey from a team, Don Cousins said. And sometimes it's a little fucking things. You get a little thing like that, man. And I'll tell you, it, it does it, yeah. And and Peter King said it said said the best thing about it. Now Cousins just has to be great, and that's the thing. You paid them fucking big money. Now it's like, hey, it's put up or shut up time. And they're talking about all these, you know, you know, like like this mock draft that, that Puma's doing. Well, they're saying that uh, some one GM says there's about 70 players on his draft board ready to st- starter quality. Someone else is 35. Someone is 40, 50. Someone is 70. Someone is 75-ish. Someone is 83. Someone is 111. Plus, they also said that they also said that they... They, uh, one of those teams said if you considered situational starters like third corners or slot corners, slot receivers or slot, slot back receiver types like Christian McCaffrey, he'd add 32 to his team's total. 
you know, come on. So everybody's numbers is all over the fucking place. But they're saying there's a lot of players that to fill holes with. And and you know what? Um, what did what did they ask? What did they ask Breer today? Uh, Beningo and Roberts. They asked him about um. Oh, uh, mock drafts or they were comparing. Oh shit, I can't remember. But they were comparing. Oh, what do you think? Mock drafts or I oh, shit, I can't remember the other thing they were talking about. But they were just basically saying how many mock drafts if 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 it comes to fruition because they were talking about how Josh Rosen has a lot of freaking. The thing they're concerned about is that he has a lot of concussion issues. And like a guy like, you know, freaking Troy Aikman played one of the NFC Championship games against the Niners. Second half, he doesn't remember anything that happened. That would never happen now. And that Rosen's had a lot of concussions in his college career. Is that something to have a, a red flag about? I don't know. And it's 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 a crapshoot. You know, basically, McCagnan, that's what the Roberts said. He, you know what, if, if, if the move pans out, then, you know, you, you cheer him. If it doesn't, they're going to rip him. Like, Roberts put up a good point. You want a quarterback that they're going to get a quarterback that they're going to get for 10 years. You want an Eli Manning. You want a guy like that. You don't want... Listen, and and Beningo brought up all the prize for trophy winners who didn't become anything. Andre 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 Ware, Tim Tebow, uh, uh, Eric... Eric Was it Crouch? Eric, Eric Crouch from, from uh, Nebraska. Uh, what's his name? The guy from uh, the running back who, uh, Ron Dane. Um, Rashawn Salam had one good season. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. There's a lot of guys who won Heisman's. Tim Brown had a pretty good career, but how about um, the the guy out of, uh, the guy for uh, Michigan did the Heisman. He's on, uh, oh, Desmond Howard. So there's a lot of guys, you know, Heisman doesn't mean shit. Now, I love Baker Mayfield. And I know that when I was talking to Puma, he's like, yeah, you know, that's, and I heard that's who the Jets really have uh, the hots for. I guess we'll see. You know, I said, listen, let's not burn ourselves out. We've got a lot of time. Supposedly Puma's coming over Thursday to do a show. I'm supposed to do a show Friday with Lithuanian Laser, but I can't get there. Rock, I haven't been able to get in touch with. I don't know that I want that to happen, but nothing's happened right now. We read a cool thing about Krzyzewski from uh, John Feinstein said, he asked about passing Summit and wins. He said, Pat would have had a hundred, had hundreds more wins if she'd stayed healthy. It's not hard because she was a pioneer. She built an entire sport. I've won got a lot of games, and that's great. But I've had a lot of great players and good health. I've got two new knees and two new hips, so basically I have a new body. I thought that was I think and that's cool to say about Pat Summit, because if Pat Summit had got sick, she would have done something. And I was talking to Carol. Carol goes, What happened to the son? I said, If you know what, if 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 Pat Summit was still alive, she would have kicked her son's ass. I don't think he's going to get another job again. And also, she's actually talking about the one and done, where he says, if you don't adapt in coaching, you don't survive. If I don't change with the times, I won't be coaching. Which is interesting. You know, he's, he has, he's had to adapt. And, you know, th- he's also had teams that lost to Lehigh and Mercer in the first round. And he said they were deserving winners. UMBC was a deserving winner, you know, on Friday night. Tony, you know, Tony, the coach of UVA, I understand that. Anytime you walk into the arena, something great can happen. But sometime, some nights, the great things happen to the other team. That's what makes all this so much fun. When the work pays off for you and your t- players, you really appreciate it. I never take winning for granted. I thought I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. And Lindsey Krause had an article. Listen, I, I know I know he's coaching for the enemy, um, Krzyzewski, but listen, I would not want to be the guy who takes, have to take over for him. Would you? Not even close. Not even close. And what's this? You can still fix your bracket. 
earlier this week. If your bracket is busted, thank again. Thanks to the change of pick feature, you can fix one incorrect pick from the first two rounds and have the change adjust your bracket throughout the rest of the tournament. That's bullshit. No, listen. You fucked up. That's it. Time to move on. End of story. You can't freaking change it like that. It's bullshit. I was like, no, no, no. You screwed up. Time to move on. And, you know, interesting, uh, UMBC uh, Twitter account said, we'd like to take this moment to remind you all remind you that all these 16 seeds first are for men's basketball. Harvard women's basketball was the first ever 16 to be to one. So give props where props is due. So Lindsey Krauss did a piece on the best American runner right now. She said one of the fastest American marathon runners right now is a 29-year-old doctor in rural Connecticut who doesn't have a coach, doesn't have a sponsor, doesn't run with a watch. He trains alone as long as he feels right with only the trees for teammates in the past seven years, he has raced 47 marathons, winning 19. That's, uh, that's almost 50%, big, big guy. He goes, I just go as long as I can before my legs get too heavy and my head gets in a haze, says Chris Zablocki. He set the world, last year he set the world indoor record for the marathon. 211 mat laps around a 200-meter indoor track at the Army in New York City. He did it in two hours, 21 minutes, 48 seconds. It was his fifth marathon of the year and his fifth victory. It was only March He's returning to defend the title this Saturday. Pretty crazy, right? Can you imagine doing 211 laps around a 200-meter track? That Now, listen, I do my gliders in the house, but running... You know what? I, I once ran in the basement for three hours, so I guess I could do it. He ran his best marathon ever last December, 213.45. It was the 19th fastest time in the U.S. in 2017, and his 11th marathon that year. Once he ran three in three countries in three weekends, winning or meddling in all, he keeps getting faster. Unbelievable. Is that crazy? He lives in his parents' house in Essex, Connecticut now. He's waiting to match for his medical residency next week. He's open for a rural family medicine program in Indiana, which he says he favors for the chance it affords him to drive a tractor and farm kale, his preferred nutritional supplement in his spare time. Listen to this. After running his fastest time in California December, he was back at the Danbury Hospital in Connecticut at 7 the next morning. And he says he's studying the plane. He does it without having his approach dictated by companies. The running company, Newton, gives him free shoes. But otherwise, he says, I'm sponsored by the streets. He supports himself with student loans for medical school and finances races through his race earnings. Last year, they were $26,300, often paid in $100 increments. Listen to this. So, while studying at medicine in St. Martin in 2014, Zablocki entered a marathon in Florida. He booked a cheaper flight to, to a city 200 miles away, but forgot his driver's license for the drive. He stood next to the best station, bus station at midnight with a sign requesting a ride, but received only offers for sex. After 2 a.m., a cab finally drove him across the state for 200 bucks, dropping him near the starting line two hours before the race, where Zablocki lay in a daze but couldn't sleep. He won the race anyway, 500 bucks. Unbelievable. He walked on at Dartmouth. His freshman year, finished last in the junior varsity team in his first race, majored in history with an emphasis on conflict studies in medieval and Roman eras. He applied his lessons to racing. He goes, battles like race, like a race course with mud spraying everywhere, and the only option is to win. <laughs> he said, honestly, I'm hoping to get a residency and retire from running, although looking back, I've tried to retire a few times. It just doesn't work out. Dude is a fucking beast. And he went in the Marines, but he couldn't get the, he wasn't good with the pants and doing the spinning, but he, and he, he, he didn't really follow. He, he's not really a follow rules. He kind of like does his own thing. But then the three mile run, he set the record in. So the heart, that's what one of the guys said to one of his friends said, the hardest things 
are the easiest things to him. The things that should be the simplest, he just doesn't go with the flow. I Listen, I just thought that was a cool freaking article. Lindsey Krause always writes great stuff in the New York Times. I love reading her stuff. Yeah, and I had a couple. Yeah, I, okay, did I go? Th- yeah, I went through some stuff. Took a picture of my, oh, I love the Puma picture. Yeah, and Puma calls himself, my name is Charles Finley II. I want to pay them shit, then trade them. Okay. I thought that was funny. And Florida State, I can't believe Xavier lost, man. Xavier, unbelievable. And and the coach for Xavier, uh, he'll have to replace uh, three of his starters. But the, Mac, the coach of Xavier, said is, he's graduated 105 seniors, dating back to 1985-86, and we'll be back. Okay. If you say so, dude. Terrible loss. You can't lose in the second round. You can't be number one seed and lose in the second round. You just can't. And I love what Tony Bennett said about the loss. He said, it stings. I try to tell the guys in there, this is life. It can't define you. You enjoyed the good times, and you've got to be able to take the bad times. When you step into the arena, the consequences can be historic losses, big losses, great wins, and you have to deal with it. That's a job. I don't know what to say, but that was a thorough butt whipping. Totally agree. Total. Oh, and Richard Sermon, listen to this, what he said on Tomahawk Podcast by former uh, Browns Joe Thomas and Andrew Hawkins. Listen to what he said about the freaking uh, uh, Seahawks. A lot of us have been there six, seven, eight years, and, his, and he's talking about he's talking about um, Pete Carroll. And his philosophy is more built for college. Four years, guys rotate in, rotate out. and So we all kind of heard all these stories. We had kind of heard every story, every funny anecdote that he had, and honestly, and honestly because he just recycles them. Ouch! That's, that, that is not going to sit well with the... But listen, I always thought he was a rah-rah guy. Pete Carroll, like, you know, shut the fuck up. I was kind of surprised about this, that McDonough talked about... This is what he talked about Monday Night Football. If you go back and look at the schedule, generally you have one of the worst NFL games each week. You're trying to make something sound interesting and exciting that isn't. For me, part of it was just the way the booth was set up the last two years. It was really geared... Basically, he said it was geared toward... Uh, around Gruden. You know, uh, you know... And he said he has a particular set of skills, and then he really did well. And foremost among them was analyzing the play, breaking down the play. Here's why they ran the play. Here's why they worked. Here's what this guy did and didn't do. It was really football-heavy, X and O-heavy. And I think most play-by-play guys, all play-by-play guys, would have felt a bit of a bystander. And I thought he was, you know, I thought he was more of a a team player. I, I didn't expect him to say that, you know. But what? What? Now he's going back to college. Maybe it just left a bitter, ta- bitter taste in his mouth. Maybe he was pissed off that uh, Gruden left. I don't know, but I didn't expect him to say that. And Sean Payton uh, was talking about his coach, uh, his owner, Tom uh, Benson, where people wanted him to be fired after the, the bounty gate. And uh, more than one wanted some people of influence. And, uh, and Benson said, we're not doing that. He doesn't deserve that. Deserve that. Benson stood by his guy, man. Yeah, that seemed a little crazy. They were comparing Fitzpatrick and Simeon. They're pretty similar statistics. Same height. Drafted the same round. Actually, same pick. Same round, same pick. Seventh round, 250th pick. Both of them. Pretty crazy, right? And I love this, what Sean Payton said about his coach. You know, that... um, 
a lot of coaches in the NFL, you know, will sleep one or two nights at the office. Ben, Mr. Benson hated a messy office. So he ended up footing the bill in 2016 for a high-tech sleep room at our facility. Climate-controlled, built-in chargers for foam, blackout shades on the windows and door. No more excuses for a sloppy office. The coaches loved it. Hey, happy, happy coach, happy life. I like what Mike Sano said on ESPN. We can say what we want from an academic standpoint, you know, about the Jets paid to move up. We're not the ones entering our fourth season as head coach GM off back-to-back 5-11 years without a legit quarterback in sight. Amen to that. That is the truth. That is the truth. And Joe Thomas is from Steve Palazzo. Joe Thomas gave 30 sacks in an 11-year career in 6,680 pass block snaps. His replacement, Spencer Drango, allowed 11 sacks in 11 games. It's going to be hard to replace. Josh Sidden said, playing right guard instead of familiar left guard is like trying to wipe your ass with the other hand. I guess it's not that easy, you know? Yeah, I think, I think, I think the Bills, I also think that Bills are, going to, Bills are going to move up. And the Bills want to get their quarterback. I think they're going to make a trade. I, you know what, Puma? I think you're right. I think that's what I've been hearing too. Someone brought up a good point. If the Giants take Barkley at two, they'll have Odell Beckham, Evan Egram, and Saquon Barkley, 25, 23, and 21 years old. That is a nice little nucleus right there. And with Manning, you know, the, you know, the, 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 look, the Cowboys had Smith, Irvin, and Aikman. It's pretty good, man. That's a nice little, uh, it's not too bad. Now listen to this. The Giants, Justin Pugh signed with Arizona. GM Jerry Reese, listen to this. Only one of Reese's 45 picks in the six drafts from 2018 to 2013 is still on the team, and it's JPP. The number is the number is 0 for 22 in the last three drafts. Isn't that amazing? So the 2011, 2012, 2013 drafts, 0 for 22, none of those are on the Giants anymore. Yeah, and I, you know, I was talking about this too before. Peter King brought up a good point. The at the it took eleven minutes forty two seconds to play the last eight point nine seconds in the Marshall upset of Wichita State. That is out of control. I felt like it took forever for them to do the replays. I, I I mean I just felt like it was dragging ass. Dragging ass. Yeah. Unbelievable. I could imagine. I couldn't imagine running three marathons in three different continents. Could you imagine that? So they said there are no perfect brackets left in all the major brackets after uh, UMBC beat the beat the uh, beat Virginia, top seed of Virginia. Now listen, Mayweather says he's planning to apply for MMA license, will need six to eight months to, of training before a fight. Really? I mean, really? Do we want to see him in the MMA? Somebody's going to kick him or whatever. He's going to be like, dude, get me out of here. Just get me out of here. I don't want any part of this. Right? Don't you feel that way? I don't think he's ready for that shit. Yeah, Mayweather. Come, are you kidding me? 
Oh, and Dan Hurley, I heard, was offered a pitch job, $3 million a year. Wonderful take it. ACC, big step up. Oh, and Philadelphia, Minnesota, first game of the season. I like that game. I think that'll be fun. I think Altuve getting the five-year, $151 million. I think he's worth it. He's going to work his ass off. Woman died after being hit by a self-driving Uber car in Tempe, Arizona. What the fuck's happening in Austin, Texas? Every time I turn, uh, oh, another school shooting in Maryland today. What the, you know, how much longer are we going to have to have this happen? And, and what's going on in Austin, Texas? It's kind of scary. All these freaking bombs. And according to ESPN Stats and Info, it's just the fourth time since seeding began in 79 that two number one seeds failed to reach the Sweet 16. Other times in 2004, 2000, and 1981. Only seven top four seeds made it, which ties for the fewest ever. And Florida State, Florida State coach Leonard Hamilton says it's just what they call March Madness. I agree. Unbelievable. Yeah, I got to see. I want to watch. And there's a show with Bill Hader, Barry, I want to tape and trust about the Getty family. Josh Johnson signed with the Raiders. Really? I mean, honestly. Kaepernick can't get a job, but Josh Johnson keeps getting backup roles. Kentucky, yeah, Kentucky, Duke, and now Wildcats and Nova to make to win the to win the uh, freaking title. Look, look, LeBron, players of the week for the NBA. Let's, listen to these stats: LeBron, thirty-two points, thirteen rebounds, nine point seven assists. Russell Westbrook, twenty-six a game, twelve assists, and eleven rebounds per game. Oh, that's just fucking unbelievable. Oh, Josh Huff, who can't stay out of trouble, suspended the first two games of the season for violating the NFL substance abuse and personal conduct policy. Are we shocked? Are we shocked? No. Cynthia Nixon's going to run for freaking governor, and she's a big fan of de Blasio. Yeah, I I would stay away from de Blasio. I don't think that's going to help your future uh, political ambitions. And uh, Cowboys cornerback Orlando Skandrick, two-year $10 million deal with the Redskins wouldn't take the pay cut. Gone. There's a story here I got to read. I want to read this. LeBron once gained seven seven pounds in an Eastern Conference playoff game when he's with the Heat. Okay. And Honey Badger is going to the freaking Texans. Said he came to Houston because the team is hungry. Thinks they could be dominant on defense. Okay. Oh, and Jacoby Ellsbury to start season with the oblique on the DL. No shit. He is a walking fucking time bomb. Come on. And Mike Pouncey, sorry, Puma. Two years, $15 million, $10 million guaranteed from the Chargers. It was stammering when we went Phillip Rivers. It was like... Fans are angry about all the CBS Turner shots of crying kids at the tournament. Just crying people in general is enough. I can't take it anymore. I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah, Cavs Jordan Clarkson thinks that dinosaurs are pets. Just like Kyrie, the flat uh, earth theory. McGregor opens as a thousand, uh, thousand, thousand and one favorite over Floyd Mayweather in hypothetical MMA fight. Slow day, slow day. We went to a, my client, Mike took me to an event last night and Tom Verducci spoke. Very eloquent. You know, I, uh, 
told some stories. I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool, man. Yeah. He's telling some baseball stories. Uh, he's the first non-like baseball player to win an Emmy for doing uh, color commentary. He's written books. He he won, he's one that pushed the story on uh, bonds with the steroids. Doesn't feel any players that did steroids should be in the Hall of Fame. And basically, I think what he felt, I, what I got from him was Pete Rose says you can't bet on games. You bet on games and a story. And Eric Ebron, who I went to the Jets to go after, has got a two-year, fifty million, fifty million dollar deal from the Colts. Hasn't really and Ben Affleck has this crazy Phoenix tattoo on his back. Knicks have won two straight. It's like, dude, you're tanking and now you start winning games. I don't understand. <coughs> Not good. Not good at all. Yeah, just not, not good. Not just, yeah. and now they're gonna. The engineers at Purdue are trying to make a NCA approved brace for Isaac Haas so he can play, which would help Purdue a lot. Their center man, if he could play, it would be kind of sweet. And that they're trying to do this is, I think, really sweet. And Steph Curry plans to play Friday versus the Hawks after five game act absence. And Gummo Chef sent me an article about the UMBC team. He said it was a feel-good, interesting. I said, oh, I want to read that too. And Barbara Streisand said she was never, never, she has never been sexually harassed, suggesting that her appearance had something to do with it. Never. I wasn't like those pretty girls with nice little noses. Maybe that's why. So she's not part of the Me Too. No, not at all. They're going to change the catch rule, supposedly, to, in relation to slight movement of football in a wide receiver's hand. Thank God they'll change some of that shit. And former Dolphins offensive lineman Jonathan Martin charged with making criminal threats and possession of a loaded firearm. Yeah, something was off there. And you know they, I, I saw Lil, Lil uh, Damien Lil, uh, Lil, Lil Lilyard. He got into a little thing with CB3 last time they played. Uh, CB3 called out his defense when he asked about controversial late layup early in the, early in the year. Really, dude? So I guess that pissed you off a lot, huh? Trey Young's going pro from Oklahoma. So is uh, Mo Bamba, seven footer for Texas. Guess we'll see how that works. Out. Nick Saban is not retiring. Spurrier thinks he can go into his seventies easy, and I think he will. I agree. Why, why would he? Why would he give it up? I don't think so. Vikes re-signed their kicker Kai Forbath. Got him. Hey, career of thirty-two field goals last year. Got to bring him back. Blake Griffin, hey, let's take a shot at the Clips. I never want to be in a place where I'm not wanted coming here maybe realize what a franchise looks like. Yeah, hey, listen, if they don't, saying they want you and then they trade you, what the fuck? I'd want to be out of there too. I'd be like, hey, sayonara, see you later. And I just read the Pistons won Chauncey Billups and they said they don't want him. Jack's Cup, Mercedes Lewis, but you knew that would happen. They brought in uh, Safarian Jenkins, 12 years with the team. Maybe they'll bring him back on a reduced contract. Eric Decker visiting the freaking Raiders. It's all these people seeing this, seeing that. I'm not seeing them going this way. And they're talking about this Blaze Jordan kid, 15-year-old prodigy, blasting 500-foot homers at age 13. Now he's got MLB scouts and all and drawing Bryce Harper comparisons. I guess we'll see. Right? Why, why not hype a kid like that? Redskins plan to draft a running back. 
We'll see if that how that works out. And Michael Porter, I, yeah, I've read this too. Yeah, Alan Hearns, it could be a Jet now, but Michael Porter, the the freshman Michael Porter Jr. from Missouri, his reputation for being soft, indifferent on defense, and too cool. Yeah, I've heard that his defense is not up to par, but you know what? He's still going to go high in the draft because somebody is somebody likes him, and that's all it takes is one person to like him, right? You get that one person, we're all good. Curry coming back on Friday. I was watching them Saturday Night Live stuff today. It wasn't that funny. Yeah, they're saying now DeMarc, uh, DeMarco Murray might go to the Seahawks. Is that what they're saying? And we'll see that. Hey, Kyrie's knee not progressing, seeing a lack of progress in his sore knee, but there's no structural damage. He's saying he has to rest. Alex Cobb is going to the O's. John Fox is going to join ESPN as a studio analyst. Special team Matthew Slater, seven-time Pro Bowler, signed a two-year deal with the Pats. And thank you, Jets linebacker Dylan Donahue, who drove through the fucking Lincoln Tunnel the wrong way, voluntary antlers, treatment facility following drunken driving. Yeah, you think so? Maybe get your fucking shit together, dude. Yeah, maybe. Just maybe. Maybe do that. And Isaiah Jones was arrested after, you know, got in a fight with his brother. Naked struggle in L.A. apartment building. Okay. Yeah, and uh, Canelo, a long-time cheat. Triple G, before the first fight, I knew he was not clean. Okay. Well, he might have something to say because he was. He uh, wasn't clean. No, he wasn't. <laughs> Marcus, Mar- uh, Marcus Morris is a game-winner three after Melo missed his clutch three throws. Celtics beat the Thunder 199. I like. I love when I read stuff like that. And uh, rest in peace, Kyle Korver. His brother died, got sick, 27 years young. He missed the game tonight. Kind of scary, right? All right. It's only 11.46. JD should be going to sleep, right? Let me get to my trivia questions. Okay, last show's trivia question. Who has the most playoff wins in the Super Bowl era without a Super Bowl win? Now, uh, Gumbo Chef and I went through, through this numerous times. And uh, I had to give him like 85 clues. But he got it. Vikings with 20 wins. Eagles have been second with 17. Vikings also 40 win years and counting since last Super Bowl appearance. They lost in 77-32-14 to the Raiders in the Rose Bowl. Tonight's trivia question. Oldest goaltender in NHL expansion era to get a victory in his NHL debut. Oldest goaltender in NHL expansion era in the NHL expansion era to get victor, get a victory in his NHL debut. All right. Snow is coming. JD is going to be watching Black Knight Lightning tomorrow morning. iZombie was very good this week. I also have a Mike Tyson episode to watch. But uh, it's time for me to go to bed. And mock drafts. I guess, you know, mock drafts are like, man, I, I really wish I could remember what Albert Breer said today. But he was comparing mock drafts, saying that picking those is like, pick, yeah, it's like picking a quarterback. That's what he said. He said, what do you think's easier, picking mock drafts or picking a quarterback? And I feel like, I think they're both fucking hard. I think a quarterback, you know, you think you have your guy, but then, you know, it's, it's a crapshoot sometimes. Because how many studs are out there? 
I mean, how many Peyton Mannings are out there? And you know, Andrew Luck at the time was a was a a stud, and he's been injured. And yeah, sure, he went to an AFC Championship game, but they got blown out that year, and they haven't done shit since. So you know what? I think it's hard to find that quarterback to find your franchise quarterback. Hey, Carson Wentz looks like he's going to be a keeper for a long time. Jared Jared Goff, we'll see. And Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson wasn't even the guy. Come on. They brought in that guy. What did they bring in? Flynn? Matt Matt Flynn? Who was supposed to be the big money guy? And then they... But I'll tell you. Russell Wilson, I knew in college. When he went to Wisconsin and freaking was named freaking captain within a couple weeks of being with the team after transferring from NC State. And I'll tell you, that Rose Bowl that they lost... They were get, I always feel like he can win a game. I feel like there's you can never bet against him. And we'll see. All right. I got to go to bed. Peace out. Have a good night. Talk to you soon.